live from London, England. It's Paul Joseph Watson with Summit.News. And we are live on this Monday, February 3rd edition of the show. The man, the myth, the meme, the legend, Alex Jones himself, will be coming up at the bottom of the next hour. But before that, we have an absolute plethora of news items to run through here today. Of course, we had the Super Bowl last night, the biggest TV broadcast in America for the year, as far as I know. And once again, it was a carnival of degeneracy. We're going to get into that, specifically the halftime show and, of course, the commercials, which were woke beyond belief. And that's putting it sympathetically. We've got headlines like this. CNN's Anna Navarro says Super Bowl halftime show proves need for unlimited third world immigration because they had performances by Jennifer Lopez and Shakira, who performed songs almost exclusively written by White people, white Americans, so that proves the need for unlimited mass immigration, according to Anna Navarro. Super Bowl 2020 middle-aged strippers lip-sync tunes in Spanish. Yes, this is coming from the same corporate media industrial complex, in this case, the NFL and Pepsi company, which will get up a virtue signal all day about, you know, respecting women's role in the workplace, the Me Too movement, etc., etc., And then they'll have their performers get up on stage and twerk and stick out their tongues and do strip club pole dances for the uh, impressionable uh, viewing intake of, in many cases, teenage girls. I've made this point over and over again. So we're going to get into that. We have headline here out of National File. Super Bowl halftime show featured pole dancing strip club mimicry. We're going to get into that. We're going to get into the latest with the coronavirus, and we're going to get into the latest terrorist attack, Islamic terrorist attack in London, which seems like it's every month at this point. Yet again, a terrorist who was imprisoned for a period of three years and four months, despite a litany of terror offences, once again released early out on the streets, and it was only thankfully again Uh, to the quick response of anti-terror police that he was shot dead. A lot of people on Twitter, again, not happy that terrorists are being shot dead on the streets. But again, he was released halfway through his sentence. ISIS is now claiming credibility, claiming ownership of that terrorist attack. So we're going to get into exactly what the attacker, Sudesh Aman, did to deserve that prison sentence why Islamic radicalization in prisons in the UK is a massive problem and nothing is being done to stop it, and why these terrorists are being released early. But again, the coronavirus continues to spread. 17,000 confirmed cases now, 361 people dead. Of course, those are the official numbers being put out by the Chinese government. Um, Many observers, credible observers, have said that Many of these cases are being diagnosed as pneumonia. They're not being officially recorded as coronavirus cases. And the real numbers are being hidden. But if you talk about that, if you talk about the real cause of the coronavirus, if you speculate in any way, even while citing some of these same experts, you may get banned entirely off of social media over the weekend. Zero hedge which is one of the biggest, you could call it alternative media websites, but it's mainly a financial website, banned by Twitter. The circumstances behind the ban remain murky. 
BuzzFeed put out a hit piece, obviously, once again, abusing their position to lobby for their competition to be banned, claiming that Zero Hedge was banned by Twitter for doxing a, I think it was a virologist, who they accused of potentially being the source of the coronavirus. Turns out that that information was publicly available all along. It was not a doxing. But then the alternative explanation, and this was the one that Twitter put out, or at least Reuters is reporting they did, that Zero Hedge was banned for platform manipulation policy, which means putting out, quote, disinformation. What is disinformation? Any information with which they, the establishment media, do not agree. So we've reached a new level of censorship where it's actually not harassment, not bullying, but facts that they don't like that can now get you banned on social media. Don't go away. We'll be back. You're listening to the Summit.News Radio Hour with Paul Joseph Watson. So we had yet another Islamic terrorist attack on the streets of London yesterday in broad daylight. Thankfully, nobody died, at least not yet. Two people stabbed, another person injured as a result of the terrorists being shot and some glass shattering The attacker has been named as Sudesh Aman. This is a headline out of BBC News. Sudesh Aman, who was the Streatham attacker? Streatham being the location in South London where this attack took place. So Sudesh Aman, the 20-year-old responsible for the attack in Streatham, South London, on Sunday, pleaded guilty in November 2018 to six charges of possessing documents containing terrorist information and seven of disseminating terrorist publications. Remember that date. November 2018, yet he was out free on the streets a few days ago, unable to carry out this attack, despite planning to carry out an attack before he was even in prison. Says three of the terrorist manuals a man admitted owning were about knife fighting. Of course, that was the weapon he used to attempt to kill the innocent people on the streets of Stratham. In fact, much of Aman's fascination with conducting an attack was said to be focused on using a knife. He was jailed at the Old Bailey the following month for three years and four months, and he was smiling while he was sentenced. He was released from HMP Belmarsh, which we're going to get on to talking about here in a second, on 23rd of January after serving just half of his sentence in custody. So we're talking less than two weeks later. He has the time to plan the attack. He's out on the streets carrying out the attack. He was under a curfew and had to wear a GPS tag Coupled with exclusion zones such as ports and airports, he had to surrender his passport. So presumably because he had this GPS tag, that's why the anti-terror police were following him around in the hours before this attack. That's presumably what happened, given how swift they were in arriving on the scene. I think it was almost within minutes to shoot him dead. Now, getting into some of these posts that a man put up on social media before he was jailed and then released early. The post included a photo showing an image of a knife along with two firearms and a Shahada flag along with the Arabic words armed and ready April 3rd. So he was planning some kind of attack back in 2018. He also featured a video of a pro-gay rights speaker who frequented Speaker's Corner in Hyde Park in London and called on others to, quote, unite together to attack one another. He will be there this Sunday at Hyde Park. 
that he's directly inciting violence against an individual, calling on people to violently attack someone for their free speech. Detectives also discovered that the student was using a WhatsApp group exposing young members of his family to violent terrorist material. So he was already trying to radicalize members of his own family before he even went to prison, HMP Belmarsh, which is notorious for radicalizing Islamic terrorists. But then earlier today, his mother came out and said, oh, he was just a lovely, nice, polite boy. And he was only radicalized because he was sent to that prison. Well, no, he was already trying to radicalize members of his own family before he even went to prison. Article continues, he used social media and WhatsApp to share an Al-Qaeda magazine and exclaim the Islamic State is here to stay, in his own words. The WhatsApp group, entitled La Familia, included images of Anand's younger siblings in poses reminiscent of IS supporters. And then I wrote an article about this, which gets into more detail. Stratham terrorists released early despite pledging allegiance to ISIS. That's what we do around here. Meanwhile, you know, women with their babies in their arms are being arrested in their own kitchens for posting anti-transgender stuff on Facebook. Article reads, 20-year-old Islamic terrorist Sadesh Aman, who was shot dead after trying to stab people in Stratham, South London, was released halfway through his prison sentence despite pledging allegiance to ISIS. And here's the list, and this is by no means an exhaustive list of terror offences that he was initially jailed for in November 2018. Pledging allegiance to ISIS, plotting to carry out a terror attack using a knife, which is what he went on to do, sharing terror manuals, including one on how to make a homemade bomb, encouraging his girlfriend to behead her kafar, which means in Islamic parlance, non-believer parents, so he's asking his own girlfriend to behead her parents because they're not Muslims. Stockpiling arms, inciting violence against Yazidis, of course they're the Christians, and asserting the Quran permitted them to be raped, and encouraging an attack against the pro-right speaker in pro-gay right speaker in Hyde Park, as I just mentioned. So for all that, and that's by no means an exhaustive list, he was given three years and four months in prison and was let out halfway through. Now, what happened back in November 2019? You probably remember this one. Usman Khan, the perpetrator of the November 29 London Bridge stabbings. Of course, several people died during that attack. We had the ridiculous Benny Hill style situation of brave, to be fair to them, courageous citizens chasing this guy around with narwhal tusks and fire extinguishers trying to take him on. But unfortunately, several people did die during that attack. But again, it had this very same MO. This guy, Usman Khan, the previous Islamic terrorist on the loose in London, had been released early from his prison sentence for terrorist offences, including a plot to kill Boris Johnson, then the mayor, now prime minister, of course, and bomb the London Stock Exchange. Despite being banned from entering London, Khan was given a day release to do what? To attend a course to help offenders reintegrate into society. And of course, as you probably remember, in a horrible twist of irony, one of Khan's victims, Jack Merritt, was a coordinator for that very reintegration program. It was called Learning Together. And his father reacted to his son's death by asserting that his son would, quote, not wish his death to be used as the pretext for more draconian sentences 
or for detaining people unnecessarily. So again, his father was a big leftist, as was his son. And he came out after the death of his son and said, don't use the death of my son to basically change the law so that we can keep these terrorists in prison longer. And yet what happened yesterday, one of these terrorists who should have been imprisoned for longer was let out early and once again went on to attempt to commit jihad. The same MO over and over again. Why are we letting terrorists who pledge allegiance to ISIS plan jihadist terror attacks out of jail after 18 months? It wasn't even 18 months in the latest case. A man, it was about 14 months. He was telling his girlfriend to, to behead her own parents. He was building stockpiles of weapons. He was calling for violent attacks on gay rights people. You think the left would care about that? No, they want these people released early. He was telling people how to make homemade bombs. He was trying to radicalize members of his own family. He was let out early after just 13 months. Article continues. Some reacted to yesterday's attack by pointing out that a man had left jail even more radicalized than when he went in, proving that prisons with large Muslim populations are recruiting grounds for terrorists. And this is the this is the key point. Just like Usman Khan, the London Bridge attacker, a man was being held at HMP Belmarsh Prison, a maximum security facility described by one former inmate as being, quote, like a jihadi training camp. Usman Khan was also in prison at Belmarsh. These terrorists, they're already terrorists. They go to Belmarsh. They come out even more radicalized. Why are they being released? They should be locked up for life. According to the former inmate, Belmarsh is occupied by a group of Islamists called the Brothers, otherwise known as the Aki, who, quote, almost have the run of the prison. So they're sending terrorists into prisons that are run by other terrorists and then letting them out again. The inmate said the problem is that Belmarsh is also a holding prison. And so young people who are brainwashed and indoctrinated then go out into the wider prison system and create wider Aki networks. So far from being reformed, far from being punished, they're actually creating more terrorists by sending them into these kind of prisons. And this one's not even the worst from what I read. We're going to get into the prison situation in the United Kingdom and why it's a factory. It's a rollout factory for these jihadists that are slaughtering people on the streets of London on now what seems like a monthly basis. The trend is London-wide, and yet mass immigration from Muslim countries into the United Kingdom continues unabated. Don't go away. We'll be right back. I'm here with Scott Uceum, founder of OMG Tax. Tell us how your company helps our listeners out there who have a problem with the IRS. My team of lawyers, enrolled agents, and licensed tax experts remove wage garnishments sometimes in the same day. We even have reduced the total debt some of our clients were required to pay through what is known as an offer in compromise. Can you give us an example of somebody you help? Oh, can I ever? We have taken a $500,000 liability with the IRS Guess what? The client didn't pay a dime through the representation known as non-collectible status with the government. If you owe the IRS more than $10,000 and you want to see if it's possible to pay a lot less, call OMG Tax right now for a free tax-saving consultation. Call 800-486-8112. 800-486-8112. 800-486-8112. 
That's 800-486-8112. Attention GCN Self-Reliance listeners. If you've ever wanted an emergency solar survival backup system but were waiting for prices too crazy to pass up, this will be the most important message you'll ever hear. Bill Hyde here, and I want to tell you about a huge sale with historically low prices on our PPX microgrid system that's going to let you produce an endless supply of electricity off the grid. The clearance price is a result of the historic flooding we're having here right on the east bank of the Mississippi. Because of the flooding, we've had to move a lot of our inventory to a temporary location, and rather than move it back to the warehouse, we thought we'd offer the system at a price that might seem unbelievable if you didn't know the floodwaters backstory. So here's what you should do right now. Check out the PPX microgrid system at myownpowergrid.com. That's myownpowergrid.com. Over $1,000 in great off-the-grid gear and a ton of bonuses too. And the best part, you're not going to pay $750 or $500, $300, or even $200. Go to myownpowergrid.com. To learn more, that's myownpowergrid.com. You're listening to The Alex Jones Show. Leading a frontal assault on the lies of the New World Order, it's Alex Jones. So, of course, the usual suspects on Twitter yesterday as this attack was unfolding in the aftermath, immediate aftermath of this Islamic terror attack in London, were on Twitter expressing the real concern, which was not the fact that we'd just had the second Islamic terror attack, stabbing attack on the streets of London within the space of two months. The, uh, what was it now, the, the sixth or seventh in the past few years, of course, we had the Manchester Arena bombing, we had the attack on Westminster Bridge, We had the other attack on London Bridge where the terrorists mowed down a bunch of people, then got out and started cutting the throats of people in nearby bars and restaurants. No, the main concern is not why this keeps happening. The main concern is people having their feelings hurt on the Internet in the immediate aftermath. Calls to stop the Islamophobia. That was the main concern with many of the blue check marks on Twitter, as it usually is. Of course, if a white supremacist far-right terrorist does anything similar, then, of course, all white people are immediately to blame. But if we look at the circumstances, again, to recap, the exact same situation happened with Usman Khan, the London Bridge terrorist, released early, halfway through what was already a minimal sentence for terror offences. Same with this guy, Sudesh Aman. In London yesterday, pledged allegiance to ISIS, planned to carry out a terror attack, to stockpiling arms, to encouraging attacks against pro-gay rights people. Leftists don't seem to care about that. Encouraged his girlfriend to behead her parents because they weren't Muslims. Was sharing materials on how to make homemade bombs. He was released halfway through his sentence after 13 months in prison. People get more than 13 months in prison for far lesser offences, many of them related to hate speech, by the way. And we took, we focus in on Belmarsh Prison because it's the same prison that Usman Khan was sent to and released from early. Former inmates talking about this network of Islamists who basically had the run of the prison. They radicalised people who weren't radicals going in, and they also re-radicalised ones who were already planning terrorist attacks, as in the case of this individual from yesterday's attack. Article continues, this is Stratham terrorist released early despite pledging allegiance to ISIS up on summit.news. Over the past 
five years, the Muslim percentage of the prison population, this is Belmarsh, has doubled to 30%. Now, when we talk about these, quote, hate facts, we tread on very sensitive ground. So this is the London Evening Standard reporting, quote, this trend is London wide. HMP ISIS, yes, it's really called ISIS, that's a prison in Thamesmead and Felham Young Offenders Institute. Both in London, Muslims now comprise 42 and 34% of prisoners respectively, despite Muslims amounting to just 12% of London's population. So in these prisons across London, many of which are breeding grounds for terrorists, Muslims are overrepresented in the prison population by double or three times. I think that's a stat that we need to focus on, isn't it? Meanwhile, mass immigration from Muslim countries into the UK will continue in substantial numbers with the Muslim population, according to demographic projections, set to triple within 30 years. So good luck with that. And we have a similar situation in Sweden. This is out of Breitbart. Islamic terrorists who plotted Danish newspaper massacre released in Sweden. Radical Islamic extremists who plotted to massacre the staff of Danish newspaper Yilan Posten in 2010 has been released by Swedish authorities despite plotting more attacks while in prison. So it's as if the uh, Charlie Hebdo jihadists had survived. They put them in prison and we're now releasing them in France. This is the level of insanity that we're subjected to in Europe at the moment. The man who's not been identified by name is said to be in his 40s and was one of three Swedish citizens arrested as co-conspirators in the 2010 plot who were initially imprisoned in Denmark but later moved to Sweden. Of course, Denmark closed its borders with Sweden partly because of rampant crime from no-go areas populated mainly by Islamist gangs. Article continues, during his time in prison, the Muslim radical is said to have plotted even more attacks with instructions on how to make a bomb and a map of Copenhagen's public transportation system being found in his cell. He said to be behaved poorly after being transferred to a Swedish prison and told prison officials he was ready to, quote, kill and murder during his stay. Sounds like the perfect candidate to be released, doesn't he? According to the Swedish prison probation service, the man later presented a much calmer temperament and no longer needed to be kept in a secure part of the prison in which he was housed. Last year, after completing his sentence, the terror plotter was released and he enrolled in a Swedish university in the spring of 2019 and changed his name. Presumably disappeared into the general public, which is what a lot of them do. So he's been released. The guy yesterday who stabbed three people in Streatham was released early, despite literally telling his girlfriend to behead her parents and plotting terror attacks against gay people and others, pledging allegiance to ISIS. Usman Khan, the London Bridge terrorist, was also released early. What's the solution? Don't import huge numbers of people from Muslim countries. What's the other solution? If people are plotting terrorist attacks... In the case of Osman Khan literally plotting to bomb the London Stock Exchange, why on earth are they getting out after 18 months, after 13 months in the case of this Aman guy from yesterday? I mean, Nigel Farage has made this point over and over again. Jihadism is a disease. You're not going to stamp it out by sending these people into prisons, which then re-radicalize them, make them even more radical. Don't allow them into the country in the first place. And if they're already in the country... Keep them locked up.
People are dying on an almost monthly basis now in London. On top of that, you've got the massive problem with knife crime as it is, which again has been exacerbated by mass migration. Again, the London Evening Standard did a report on that. They talked to officials from the government who said, yes, the crime gangs in London are having to one-up their violence because they're having to compete with more violent gangs who are coming in predominantly from the Middle East, from African countries like the Congo. So they're having to up their level of violence simply to compete in these turf wars. I've done numerous videos about this. Somali migrant parents are now literally sending their children back to Somalia because they say it's safer than London. We've had uh, weak police measures to the point where the previous prime minister, Theresa May, told the police that they couldn't chase violent criminals who were getting away on motorbikes if the criminals removed their helmets because that might be a threat to their safety. And we wonder why the UK is experiencing a drastic rise in knife crime, in violent crime across the board. So it's gotten to the, to, to the level of absolute absurdity. And the frustration is always the fact that nobody wants to talk about any solutions. Nobody wants to ask why this is happening again and again. The only thing people want to talk about on Twitter, the blue check marks, the virtue signalers, is how we need to react to this by not being mean to people on the internet and then maybe it will stop. No, it's not going to stop. That hasn't worked. We need to do something different. I'm going to come back in the next segment and talk about the latest with the coronavirus. China is now accusing the US of causing panic and spreading fear. Of course, we've had many experts who are saying that China's not releasing the full numbers, not telling the true story about what's happening with the coronavirus spread. And now publications who question the Communist Party of China are being banned on social media. We'll Heart disease is on the rise. Clogged arteries, high blood pressure, and high cholesterol levels may not be fully detected by you, but the symptoms are there. Loss of energy, blood sugar spikes and drops, poor circulation, and irregular heartbeat are just a few of these that can alert you that something is wrong. Hear how heart and body extract is making a difference in thousands of people's lives across America. My blood pressure has normalized. My diabetes has totally improved. Everyone is telling me now how much healthier I look, and I'm telling everyone how much healthier I feel. I recommend heart and body extract to everyone. Anybody over 40 in the North American continent should be using this product as a preventative to keep their cardiovascular system healthy. Order your two-month supply today by calling 866-295-5305. That's 866-295-5305. Or order online hbextract.com. Heart and body extract, 866-295-5305. Or hbextract.com. We've got three. You're listening to The Alex Jones Show. Crashing through the lies and disinformation, it's Alex Jones coming to you live from the front lines of the Infowar. Alex Jones here reporting from the road on the incredibly dangerous developments concerning the coronavirus. It has now infected hundreds and hundreds of thousands of people. It is now spread across the entire planet. And of course, we've now discovered that indeed it is man-made and engineered. We're covering it live, all with our team at Infowars.com forward slash show and band video. On top of that, we have 
the patented nano silver that Congress, uh, A&M, and Homeland Security have certified is able to take out the corona family viruses, the SARS. That's what it comes out of. We have that at 40% off despite the fact it's selling out in three different sizes at InfoWarsStore.com. And that's what I'm using, what my family's using as a frontline uh, defense. Nothing's perfect except you know prayer and God's intervention. And we hope that this thing isn't as bad as it looks. But definitely we, we know why governments are panicking right now because this is certainly a bizarre virus. The demand for food has not let up. We are selling record amounts of it. Everybody else has basically already sold out or they have giant wait list. Our suppliers have it in-house, but it's taken seven to 10 days to deliver because again, they have to package it. They're running 24 hours a day, but in a few days, they're telling me it may go to a longer wait if you haven't gotten your order in. So I wouldn't procrastinate. We wanted this virus to be petering out. We wanted it to just be hype. Looks like it is really, really bad and is man-made. And so that's why we're seeing uh, the huge freak out. So get your storable food at InfoWarsStore.com. That helps fund our operation. It's insurance you can eat. A total 360 win. Again, get your food and actually get it delivered at InfoWarsStore.com. Get your order in. It's locked in, guaranteed, 7 to 10 days. InfoWarsStore.com. And regardless, it funds the operation. We also have the immune gargle at 40% off. We are going to sell out of that, but I'm just keeping it at that sales price. InfoWarsStore.com. Listening to Summit.News with Paul Joseph Watson. I heard Alex there getting into the latest on the coronavirus, latest stats. Again, these numbers likely to be substantially below the true scale of this, according to many experts. 17,000 confirmed cases, 361 people dead. BBC headline Coronavirus China accuses the US of causing panic and spreading fear. The Chinese government has accused the U.S. of causing panic in its response to the deadly coronavirus outbreak, even though the U.S. response was by no means as severe, as immediate as countries like Mongolia, which closed its border with China, as countries like Russia, which which closed its border with China, and countries like Israel, which shut down all flights from China way before the United States did anything, and in fact hasn't done that much in comparison to many other nations. We have an article out of uh, Nature, a study, says a pneumonia outbreak associated with the new coronavirus of probable bat origin. Oh, but the media told me that linking coronavirus to bats was a racist conspiracy theory. Literally over the past 10 days, there have probably been about two dozen articles blaming people, including yours truly, for spreading the racist conspiracy theory that coronavirus was linked to bats. Despite the fact that the Ebola outbreak in Africa was linked to bats, where they eat bats, despite the fact that the SARS outbreak in Asia was linked to bats. So now actual peer-reviewed scientific studies are coming out in China, being published by Nature.com, saying that it does have a bat origin. That hasn't been confirmed completely yet, but that's not the first scientific study to make that connection. So no, it's not a racist conspiracy theory to talk about bats and indeed the consumption of bats in many areas of China possibly being linked to coronavirus. And not just bats, of course. In the Wuhan animal market, they sold all kinds of grisly things, including snakes. I went to China literally about four times. They serve snake in the best restaurants in China. It's not just in these backstreet illegal meat markets where, of course, they use sewer waste as cooking oil. I'm sure that's very healthy and nutritious. 
not going to cause any infections whatsoever. But they actually sell bats, uh, snakes, sorry, and all this other stuff, even in some of the best restaurants in Shanghai and Beijing. I've been there. <laughs> Ashamed to say I've eaten it. Didn't actually know it was snake when I was eating it. Was subsequently told that I'd just eaten snake. Yummy. So the media is con- very concerned, not about the potential for a global coronavirus pandemic, but about people's feelings being hurt on the internet. Something they're also not really concerned about is this headline up on Summit News. Muslim cleric issues fatwa calling for coronavirus, quote, annihilation of Chinese people. While the media continues to fret about racist bat soup memes, a Muslim cleric just issued a fatwa celebrating the coronavirus outbreak and calling for the, quote, annihilation of Chinese people. This is Syrian jihadi cleric Ab al-Razak al-Mahdi celebrating the spread of coronavirus in China and urging Muslims to pray for Allah to, quote, annihilate the people of China. This is being put out by memory, says al-Mahdi is a prominent cleric. He's well respected by jihadi factions known for his sermons and fatwas, which he put out, by the way, on Telegram. But according to memory, al-Mahdi, this jihadist preacher, also has a Twitter account. Well, what do you know? I actually tried to look for his Twitter account, couldn't find it. Possibly he's now been banned finally by Twitter. But for a long time, he was circulating jihadist propaganda and calling for the annihilation of entire groups of people. On Twitter, nothing happened to him. Oh, zero hedge, though. They questioned the source of the coronavirus outbreak. They were immediately banned. And we're going to get onto that story in a minute. But this Muslim cleric came out with a fatwa issued by Telegram. And he said, yes, he was responding to a question as to whether Muslim people should pray for the, quote, annihilation of Chinese people. The cleric responded, they, the Chinese, have declared resounding war. And they killed, slaughtered, imprisoned, and oppressed the Uyghurs and non-Uyghur Muslims. They are the enemies of Allah and are Buddhists and communists. So he's calling for their complete annihilation. He had a presence on Twitter. But again, that's not the main concern in terms of spreading racism, bigotry about the coronavirus. The main concern is bat soup memes. Now, if you read the World Health Organization's official statement on Friday, I believe, Actually, it's on Thursday when they actually elevated it to a global health emergency. During several in several passages in that statement, the World Health Organization itself seemed to be more concerned about bigotry, stigma and discrimination regarding the coronavirus than they were the actual spread of the disease. I read the entire statement. The article's up on Summit News headline. WHO orders countries not to engage in stigma or discrimination in response to coronavirus outbreak. In their official statement, declaring the global health emergency, the WHO stressed that they are not recommending, quote, any travel or trade restriction based on the current information available, because God forbid that we should challenge the necessity of the global migration of people even at risk of creating a global pandemic, because, of course, it's more important in every step of the way. Numerous countries have closed their borders with China. Pilots and flight attendants in America are demanding an immediate halt to all flights out of China. Of course, some airliners in the U.S. have actually carried that through. But the WHO appears to rank the threat posed by profiling above that of preventing a pandemic. This is a quote from their statement. 
when they declared the global health emergency. Quote, countries are cautioned against actions that promote stigma or discrimination in line with the principles of the IHR. At the end of their statement, the WHO again insisted that maintaining the, quote, international traffic of people was essential and should not be interfered with. And they go on to make a further statement, again, insisting that nations will have to report to them under threat of sanctions if they do that without the WHO's permission. This is yet another example of how the mass movement of people is more important to globalist authorities than stopping a potential global pandemic. If travel from China had been shut down earlier, the virus had not now been at least 23 different countries, probably more countries by now. So we have the WHO telling countries that they can't basically profile in trying to stop this coronavirus spreading. We also have this article, WHO demands gratitude and respect for Chinese dictator's coronavirus response. So they're praising the communist government. It's no secret that our daily lives are becoming more stressful. No matter what side of the political spectrum you're on, we're all feeling the strain from rising pressure. That's why we worked hard to create a new formula to support your fight against stress in your hectic day. Chill Force is our solution for a true, healthy, relaxation support formula. As the long-awaited sister formula to Brain Force Plus, this formula includes powerful ingredients and time-tested practices to help fight your stress levels. It's time to take a breather. Get Chill Force today at Info Since the beginning, Secret 12 has been one of our most popular formulas. Now we're bringing you an all-new version of your favorite formula to help you reach your energy peak. Ultra 12 from InfoWars Life takes advantage of the most effective and expensive form of B12 available, methagabalamin, to provide you with twice the B12. Ultra 12 can help make DNA, support the body's energy production, and help produce healthy blood cells while assisting proper nervous system function. Help support your energy levels and take advantage of the superior form of B12 today with Ultra 12. Folks, once you need the food, once you need the water filters, once you need the masks, it'll be too late to get them. You got to get them now before uh, you find that you require them for uh, survival. Uh, Trust us, uh, this is... Uh, not something to be messing around with. Please go to InfoWarsStore.com, make your purchase today, and uh, at least have that part of survival covered. Uh, the food, the, uh, the the time it will take for the rest of society to collapse or calm down or whatever the case may be. The RZ Air Filtration Mask M2 Mesh. I have one of those personally. Uh, I've got a couple of a couple of these things off the old InfoWars store. I am prepared. Are you? If you're not, InfoWarsStore.com on sale now. Everything you need to prepare yourself for whatever comes next, folks. It's not necessarily the disease. It's the panic that surrounds the disease. It's the collapse that the disease would bring upon that you need to be prepared for food will be off the shelves uh, water won't be available you might not even be able to leave your house you got to be prepared before it comes down you're listening to the alex jones show From Austin, Texas, broadcasting worldwide, it's Alex Jones. From the beginning, I wondered, is this all just hype? We've never seen a governmental response unified across the world acting like this coronavirus could be the plague that they've been warning of so long. But of course, they use the threat of plagues to push the vaccines 
that are tainted in most cases that are really the hidden plague that's soft kill and runs in slow motion. The globalists, I've, I've learned, don't like big, giant frontal assaults, big, obvious things. They want stealth. They want silent weapons for quiet wars. But now with the information coming out about it having the HIV delivery system in it and now the attempt to cover all that up and the huge, huge push to suppress any discussion of it and to not send out to medical facilities and research laboratories the RNA sequence of this thing, clearly it is man-made and they're trying to cover up the fact that it's very obviously man-made, which means it was probably released by accident. And... That's why there's such a giant response, because governments are trying to cover their ass now, because this can bring down the whole globalist corporate structure even further. This does not strengthen globalism. This weakens globalism if they get caught being the culprit that either leaked it or the vaccine uh, went terribly wrong. So this is a big deal. And InfoWars is under massive hack attack every day and other forms of sabotage and massive censorship because they don't want this getting out. That's why you spreading these articles and videos is the entire mission if you choose to accept it. And I'm not just saying you're critical. You know that. It's your human intelligence that's able to spread this information far and wide from person to person, on email, by text message, however you can get around the censors. That's why now Facebook's coming in with its... WhatsApp and, and censoring Alex Jones and Jordan Peterson, again, setting the precedent that they're watching you in live time. Of course, it came out over the weekend. The Pentagon has been funding millions of dollars in research with major universities to have Alexis or Alexa-style systems uh, that listen to the barracks for political incorrect statements and then punish people. So it, it's always been the police state minder. And now they want to make it ubiquitous to make it the law to have these in our corporations, in our military, and then in our homes, finally, the little robot sentinel watching us. So this is 1984 officially happening, and they're just standardizing everything. And later, coming up at the end of the second hour, I'm going to be here live when Tom Pappert is here. Paul Watson's hosting right now, and I'm going to be laying all of this out. But you heard me right. The home assistance systems are being studied by the Pentagon of the globalists embedded within it to spy on the troops to hear what they're saying and then have them be punished with reports that are sent to their to the officers above them that's the level of control we're talking about that they're trying to just condition us to accept now that said separately there's a way to make sure that you're self-sufficient and, and there's a way to protect yourself and there's a way to also set yourself on the path of beginning to think like that and I'm talking to myself when I say this it's time to get prepared. We are selling high-quality, shortable food. We actually have it in stock, ready to ship from our supplier. They just have to package it, but they actually have the food. It takes seven to ten days. They are going to end up selling out very, very soon. But if you get your orders in right now, you're guaranteed within seven to ten days to get it. And a lot of people are responding. In fact, this is the highest volume we've ever seen. It's continuing because people understand this is serious and this is 2020 and there's so many other uh, big issues happening that are coming together in a cascade of events that people instinctively understand now it's time to get ready. Well, when you get storable food from us, it funds the InfoWar, it's high quality, it's a great price, and it actually gets delivered to you because I have relationships with people over decades that I trust. That's how I do business and I want to treat you like I want to be treated. So I want to thank all of you that have gotten your storable food at InfoWarStore.com, powered by my Patriot. 
and ready hour. But I want to just encourage everybody else out there who's been on the fence. Now is the time to take action and get this high-quality, storable food at InfoWarsStore.com. We have their full catalog. It drop ships by the hour. They're in our back end. They're in our computer system. We're, we're partnering with them. And so you're basically just making your order with them and you make it with us. But then that helps fund the InfoWar, an absolute total 360 win. And then separately, Immune Gargle is going to sell out one of the bottle sizes within just two or three days. The others within a week and a half or so maximum. I'm still keeping it at 40 to 50% off uh, right now at InfoWarsStore.com. And go research the Immune Gargle and what it's got in it, the patented nano uh, silver and what the Pentagon said about this nano silver and what the head of Homeland Security said in a secret letter that we were able to get about it. I mean, that is just amazing uh, that, that, again, InfoWars is always right there in the zeitgeist, and that's God's providence. So get your immune gargle, get your nano silver whitening toothpaste. Uh, the super silver has the nano silver as well with the iodine. And it, it's just another defense you can give your body, another system to bolster you and your family. So again, back to Paul Watson and let him finish up this hour. He'll host a little bit in the next hour. And he's got a special report. I just want to encourage everybody to get your immune gargle uh, and to get your super silver wound gel and to get your storable foods now because with this crazy world, it's the smartest thing to do and it's just common sense. God helps those that helps themselves. Now back to Paul Joseph Watson. So we have the media seemingly more concerned about racist bat soup means than the spread of the coronavirus pandemic, despite the fact that Nature is now reporting another peer-reviewed study that it does have a probable bat origin. That's in the title of the study. But the WHO, the World Health Organization, is saying that stigma and discrimination is probably of more concern than actually stopping travel, stopping the spread of the pandemic. Now we have this headline out of Reuters. Financial market website Zero Hedge knocked off Twitter over coronavirus story. Twitter Inc., and this happened, I think it was Saturday night, has banned financial market website Zero Hedge from the social media platform after it published an article linking a Chinese scientist to the outbreak of the fast-spreading coronavirus last week. Now, Zero Hedge said that they were banned for, quote, violating Twitter's rules against abuse and harassment because... Twitter claimed, or the claim was being made, that Zero Hedge had published a dox against a Chinese virologist accusing him of potentially being the source of the coronavirus outbreak, and that that was the reason for their ban, despite the fact that the information Zero Hedge posted was publicly available. So that does not reach the definition of a dox. But then the article continues, Twitter confirmed to Reuters on Sunday Zero Hedge's account on its platform had been permanently suspended. By the way, they had 670,000 followers for violating, quote, platform manipulation policy. And it continues to say social media companies, including Twitter and Facebook, have pledged to take down accounts that spread misinformation about the virus. So if that's why they got banned for misinformation, this is a new level of deplatforming, a new level of censorship beyond bullying and harassment, beyond hate speech, beyond manipulating elections, pure disinformation. Who decides what's disinformation? Twitter does. The mainstream media does because this was all triggered by a BuzzFeed hit piece, once again abusing their platform to take down their competitors. 
simply for questioning the origin of the coronavirus outbreak. So they've taken it to a new level. By the way, we have another headline here in the same vein. Democrats demand YouTube censor climate misinformation videos. This is a new level where they can just claim climate change is such an important issue. Coronavirus is such an important issue that if we don't like what you said about it, you get banned on social media. That is a new category of deplatforming, and it's all been uh, cascaded into place, fear into place by this BuzzFeed hit piece. And this is an article out of Zero Hedge. BuzzFeed Journal reportedly blogged about pedo fantasies, rape jokes, and doxing. So the very BuzzFeed journalist who accused Zero Hedge of doxing contacted Twitter to get them banned for doxing himself has been accused of doxing in the past. And that's not all he's been accused of. By the way, this is somebody who's tried to deplatform me from social media, Alex Jones, on numerous occasions. He was part of the uh, drumbeat to get Alex Jones ba uh, banned back in 2018. Ryan Broderick of BuzzFeed. And he posted a tweet and he's now deleting all these tweets. Let me find it in the article here. This was a tweet from Ryan Broderick. And again, don't try to contact these people. Don't try to harass these people because they'll only claim themselves to be the victims. This is a guy who tweeted, I think this was back in 2012, quote, Mr. President, can you please pass legislation legally defining the difference between us good-natured hebophiles and amoral pedophiles? What is a hebophile or a hebophile, depending on how you want to pronounce it? According to Google, a hebophile is an adult who has a strong and persistent sexual interest in pubescent-aged individuals, generally aged 11 to 14. Yeah, really. This is who we're up against. This is who's responsible for the deplatforming. We'll be back to talk about it more on the other side. Breaking news at Infowars.com. Don't go away. With the daily wear and tear of the environment on our skin, it's only natural that it starts to crack and take damage. Wind, heat, water, and age are telltale signs that it's time to start taking care of your skin. With the InfoWars Super Silver Cream, you can keep your skin feeling silky smooth and begin to heal the damages of the world around you. Created with ingredients like coconut oil, vitamin E, and the incredible Silver Sol formula, InfoWars Silver Cream works triple duty, supporting the beautifying and protecting of the skin in a fast, non-greasy formula, small and easily stored. It can support dry and damaged skin to reduce fine lines and wrinkles, while smoothing and softening calluses. With none of the harmful ingredients found in other formulas, you can be sure this Silver Cream is hard at work, promoting the healing of your skin. Don't miss out on the new Silver Sol powered, can't miss formula. Get the InfoWars Super Silver Cream today. 